Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Today, I am sitting down with three of my amazing friends who, a year ago, at this time, I did not even know. Um, They all went through the My One Thing with Nikki Cozyards. Now, I will put in the show notes the episode with Nikki on it, and I'll also link it in, like I said, link it into the show notes, but also give you the episode in the, when I close out the episode. But, listen in as taking a course with Nikki um, and coaching with her for five weeks and it was only $20 we took a chance I was like for me it was like hey it's something for me to do during COVID we took a chance and it changed our lives for the better um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and it's amazing w- what happens in your life when you're obedient when you listen and you don't just jump on everything so like I said I hope you really enjoyed this episode and you know what I need you to do right now that's right. Start listening. Welcome back to Chats from the Blog Cabin, Nighttime Edition. These three ladies right here have my heart and soul. And I wanted, for Women Empowerment, Women's History Month, I wanted to really honor someone who brought us all together. And actually picked out a quote by this particular person. I'm about to cry. And this person, um, you'll see on the quote, it's from one of her books. It says, a committed woman learns to choose what she wants most over what she wants now. And the person that we're honoring tonight is Nikki Koziars. Nikki, actually, we all three, all four of us met through Nikki's course, My One Thing. So before we get into what My One Thing is, I'll let, let you meet these amazing ladies. They're just going to tell us a little bit about themselves before they get into their stories. So Susan, we'll start off with you. Okay. Um, I'm Susan Davidson. I'm from a little rural area in Southwest Virginia. Um, you can tell by my accent, I'm I'm country girl. So but um, I've been married to my childhood sweetheart for about 38 years. His name's Jeff. I have a daughter named Heather, a son-in-law, Derek. Uh, I have a wonderful grandson named Noah. It calls me Grand Grand. Um, um, dog lovers here at our house. I have a, a dog we call Min Min. She's it's short for Mandy. And um, end of 2019, I took an early retirement to come home and spend more time with my husband. But I retired from being an activities director at a rehab facility. And um, before that, I worked in a public library for, for a long, long time. Um, and I do like small group Bible studies at my church. And I've been writing devotions for my church for about eight years. So a writer and a new blogger. So that's a little bit about me. Joanna. I am Joanna Kime, and I am from just north of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm a mom to two boys and a bonus boy and bonus girl step kiddos. Um, 
and two dogs and two guinea pigs. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I have been teaching preschool special ed for 26 years. Um, I love what I do. And um, I'm also on our worship team at our church. And uh, I work with a ministry called Shores of Grace in Philly. That's me. Bailey? I'm Bailey Stahl. Um, I live in Michigan, so almost as far away from Melissa as I could be, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I've been married for four years. It'll be five years in August. Um, I am kind of a jack of all trades. I went to cosmetology school and I work at an eye doctor's office and I love to cook. So I have a cooking blog. Um, and then I'm involved in uh, student ministries at our church. So I'm a, a leader there. Um, but yeah, that's a little snippet. <laughs> so I love how Bailey started talking about she had a food blog because actually that's how this whole thing got started. I think with all of us is because Bailey mentioned something. Now, if you're not familiar with Nikki's course, Nikki, basically it's all based on her book, five habits of a woman who doesn't quit. And it's all based on um, going through and we had group coaching with her and that's how we all met. And Bailey, I'm going to let you start off with your story because Bailey's story actually goes off with my story. So Bailey, go, go for it. Yeah. So um, I, back in April, Nikki was having a, my one thing um, course. I was, uh, temporarily laid off um, because of COVID and had been a big fan of her books for a really long time and decided that I was going to do that. I had um, wanted to start a blog for, I mean, years and years um, and finally had kind of decided I love to cook. It's what like brings me joy. I love giving food to other people. It's just, it makes me feel good. Um, so I knew that I wanted it to be about that and decided, you know what, this is going to be my one thing. I've got this time that God has given me that I want to utilize and um, I tend to be a, a quitter. So, you know what, I'm going to do this. Um, so I did. And uh, in that, my one thing that I said to the group was that I wanted to start a food blog. And it was really neat how God works because Melissa was debating between what her one thing was and one of them was mentoring people who wanted to have a food blog. So it was just amazing how God works and how he connected us through Nikki um, and that we were able to be in touch and that she's been able to kind of help and coach me through that. So. Susan, you want to share? No, Joanna, share yours next. Okay. Um, so obviously same thing. I had actually read the, um, five habits of a woman who doesn't quit a couple times cause I kept stopping part of the way through and not <laughs> finishing it. So I did finally finish the book. Um, and I had heard Nikki talking about this, uh, this concept of my one thing. And, uh, when I heard that there was going to be the coaching group, I knew I had to do it. Um, I went into it not knowing what my one thing was going to be. Um, and that was one of the nice things about the whole process was working through what's important um, and narrowing down what that one thing was. Because I've, I have always felt like people thought my one thing was being a special education preschool teacher. And I love it, 
Um, but I felt like there was something else I was call being called to do and I didn't know what it was. So um, I was ready for it to be something big and awesome and amazing. And all I kept hearing was that God wanted me to walk. And I was like, eh, okay. Um, so I thought if it, I thought it must be like a fitness thing. Like he wanted me to become fit to do something. Um, so I did start the walking and um, God really revealed new things to me during that time. I had already started dipping my toes in this ministry, um, basically street ministry in Kensington, which is kind of the heroin hub um, in Philly. Well, really the East Coast. And um, I loved it. And the more I walked and I was listening to podcasts and worship music and praying as I walked and the more God started to reveal to me um, that that's where I'm supposed to be. And we wound up taking that ministry from um, something that was literally being shut down because of COVID and um, because of the uh, the park we were in, they locked up. <laughs> you couldn't get in anymore. Um, so we went from doing um, what was being shut down twice a month to now every week. Um, my husband and I go, um, and it has just exploded with community involvement and people helping us and um, the relationships that we've built. So it turned out for me that um, it wasn't about walking. It wasn't about fitness. It was about obedience. It was about getting up and doing one thing that God asked me to do <clears throat> and then saying yes to the next thing and yes to the next thing and having faith that he would meet me in that yes, because I didn't know how we would make um, a ministry based on connection work when we weren't allowed to connect with people. So that's that I, I feel indebted to all of you <laughs> for um, the, everyone here was, I could reach out, hear you know see you guys during our weekly meetings um know that you would pray for me if i asked um melissa quite a few times i talked to while i was walking <laughs> so um uh it's been that whole process really opened a whole new thing for me all right susan okay um actually i went a little bit um I was in something else with Nikki right before my one thing because I had left my job at the end of 2019 because my husband battles MS. And so I felt the Lord leading me out of my full-time job to come home and be more home. Even before COVID, he had, I was already home. And so I, I know mine started with a life verse. You know, those verses that you do at New Year's, you know, you either get a word or you get a verse. And so the Lord had gave me a verse in uh, Micah 7, 14. And part of that, it's about where God will feed you as in the days of old, as in the Sean and Gilead. And it goes back to a verse where right before they went into Canaan, that Benjamin and the tribe of Reuben and Gad, you know, they settled for a prime pasture land outside of Canaan because they were cattle farmers and everything. So they wanted that prime pasture land. And so that was my life verse because and, and going back and seeing what all God did through 2020, it was just nothing but feeding into me the whole year he fed into me. And so right before my one thing, Nikki had did a online Bible study with Jill Allen on her book, Why Her? And it was called Rachel and Leah. And it was about battling comparison. And so the Lord was already working on me 
about because that's something I have battled for so long is compare myself to others. I never would really step out and do anything because I always kept compared myself to others. I wasn't good enough or I wasn't pretty enough or I'm not like them. I'm not smart enough. And so I always held back. So the Lord had me prepping me for that and that before I ever got to my one thing, because lo and behold, I would never thought that I would have started a blog and branched out and done the things that I've done this last year. It's just so out of my character. It's like the Lord has just transformed me into somebody else. And so that class just empowered me. Um, but I got in there and some of my friends, because I do the devotions and I've wrote those for like so long and they, they really kept pushing me. You need to go do a blog. You need to do a blog. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, I can't do a blog. I, I don't know how to do a blog. But then God worked it out for me in that class, you know, to meet Melissa, whose my one thing was to help us start blogs. And so it was just a big God thing. And so from there, it's just, but I remember when I first got into that class, the very first day of class, when I sit down and we had that Zoom and everybody introduced themselves and everybody was like, we had a CEO in there. We had people that's already in ministries and, you know, this person was doing this big thing and that big thing. And here I sit and I thought, I'm in the wrong class. I can't do this. But see, God was already working on me about the comparison thing before I ever got there. And so I was able to work through that because of the things I learned in her, why her Bible study class. So it just amazed me the way that the God had just, it's like one thing, like uh, Joanna was saying, it's like one thing led to another thing and another thing. And it might actually even kind of started with her, with Nikki, even before my one thing. So, but it's just amazing. Now, Susan, you left out the most important part. <laughs> well, from there, you know, I joined Compel. And that was something I put off too for a long time. And, you know, I got into Compel, that, which if anybody that don't know what Compel is, it's through Proverbs 31 Ministries. And it's, it's this writing, just a group. And that you, you ha they have courses that you take. You know, you can, um, they have workshops and, and then you have groups where you're with other writers. And I kind of was in my comfort zone to write a, you know, like a little devotion for my church once a month or something. And then I got pulled into this. I, I knew that God was pulling me into compel. So I did that too. And so this whole year I have just, I've, I've started my blog and I'm consistent with my blog. If you go look at my blog, I've, I've wrote like 40 some devotionals for the last year. Um, and I don't think we went, I went live with that till like July. And so I wrote all those, those blog posts. And then I've entered challenges through Proverbs 31. And I just recently got picked. We had, they had a hope challenge and they're putting together a book of devotions for that's coming out in September called hope for the heavy heart. And, you know, my devotion got selected for that. And now I'm co-leading a blogging group into the Compel. I'm actually working with another lady. We're co they, and they came to me, asked me if I would do that. So I'm doing that. And so it's, it's just amazing how that everything is just, it's like wham. And it's like, it's taken off. But, um, but then, you know, building my platform for Ruth 216 girl, that's my blog. And so it's just amazed me. At, and, and then I ended up, um, but having that review in Nikki's book flooded, my review shows up in her book. So that was a big, big thing for me because I'm like, oh, my goodness. I sit and cried when I saw that. So, but anyway, it meant a lot to me. But the Lord's just, you know, he tells you that he will do abundantly, exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. 
why are we shocked when he does? Because I'm totally shocked when he has done that for me this last year. Amazing. See? And guys, I actually was struggling with when Nikki, where everybody was going down the list. I had like a million things I wanted to work on and I struggled with the same way with you, Susan. I struggled with, am I supposed to be here? Everybody's got such a clear cut thing of what they want to work on. And I still don't have an idea. I mean, mentoring was on the list, but it wasn't, you know, on top of my list. It was like maybe down here at the bottom. And so when Bailey says she wanted to start a blog and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then somebody else in there, I think there was like two or three right after Bailey said it, two or three ladies came up and said they wanted to start a blog. And I'm like, this is something I've always wanted to do is to help people start blogs and to teach people to start blogs. And I was like, but I didn't have the confidence to actually step up and say, hey, let me do this. And I think having these one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls every week with Nikki, you know, not one-on-one, -on -one, but group Zoom calls with Nikki every week added to the My One Thing course. I mean, because you actually got feedback from her and feedback from everybody else in the group, even though you were in a Facebook group, just having that actual like connection. So my God moment was right then when I'm sitting there trying to decide on what I was going to do. And Bailey, little Bailey, little angel Bailey, and she calls me her fairy blog mother. Um, <laughs> she actually came up and said that. And then she started that whole train of thought. So now I'm teaching classes. I have my own Bailey and Susan and Joanna are all in the blog mentoring group. I mean, I can't, I, honestly, guys, I looking back, I've, I've had this book for I don't know how long and have never opened it and started reading it during COVID. And then, boom, Nikki comes out with this course. And it was so affordable. It was like $20 mm -hmm. and with her coaching on top of it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how could you not? Mm -hmm. So <sighs> I'm sorry. I got, oof. <sighs> Bailey, he, I saw you on mute. Oh, what I just had like a notification that said Mike is on mute. And I was like, uh, did Melissa send that to me? Should I be should I be chiming in that yes, she's my fairy blog mother or, or what? <laughs> so looking back, what made you decide to click when Nikki offered this course? Me? Or, or anybody. Anybody. Oh. For me, it was like a, it was just this, this gut thing. Um, just in my gut, it was like, you should do that. Um, I'm, I'm an Enneagram nine. So a lot of stuff that a lot of decisions that I make is just like, boom, in my gut. And I just know that that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, and so I had um, looked into it and just just like, oh, you know what? Like, I, I'm tired of quitting everything. Like, I've had multiple different blogs that I've that I've started and never finished, businesses that I've started and never finished. And um, like my husband could tell you, there's like 50 jillion projects and don't even get me started on the crochet projects that are started that are not finished. <laughs> it's, it's just it's like, I'm tired of quitting. I don't wanna be that person anymore. Um, and I, I had um, actually, back in like 2019, had driven a couple of hours down into Indiana to go hear Nikki speak on that very thing and was still quitting. And I was like, oh, I mean, Nikki's teaching this, like how much, how, how could this be laid out any better? Um, so I just was like, yeah, you, you gotta do it. So I just signed up real quick. And I think 
I kind of thought through some of the the implications of that afterwards. <laughs> I was like, oh no, now I'm going to be accountable and I have to do stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was just kind of my not really thought process, but kind of how it went about. So Joanna, how did you come about doing it? For me, it was, um, I guess, kind of a period of discontent and trying to figure out um, where I belonged. Um, like I said, I love teaching. I fully expect to do it till it's time to retire. Um, and I really enjoy it, but I felt like something else was there for me. And, um, you know, it's funny looking back, um, because in, in hindsight, I can see how much in love with the ministry I was before I even knew I was, if that makes any sense. Um, and um, it is truly the best part of my week. Um, Sundays there are my favorite thing. And in fact, I couldn't go this past Sunday because I was I'm in South Carolina visiting my parents today and I flew here on Sunday. And it was heart-wrenching to me to not be with the people that um, we minister to there because uh, we see about 100 people each Sunday. And most of them now, I know their face, their name, their favorite sandwich, their whatever. So it was really hard not to be there. But, um, but for me, that's what it was, was just this, I knew there was something more I was supposed to be doing and I didn't know what it was. Um, I do sort of still wish it was to get really physically fit because it's not the walking did not produce that. So maybe next, maybe next coaching session. But, um, but anyway, for right now, um, it was interesting what Bailey said at the end there about um, feeling accountable because I was thinking what made me not quit this because I quit reading the book. I've, I quit every time I try something new. Um, and it really was the accountability and not even the accountability on paper, because that doesn't work for me either. Like, um, it was the ladies in our group. Um, and knowing that I had to show up for that group, <laughs> have something accomplished each time. Um, and I, you know, I even think to, um, you know, there was the my one thing one group and then we did it again in the summer mm -hmm. and i think back to the summer when i was having headaches and feeling so frustrated and um worried about my health and um nikki prayed for me and you guys all prayed for me um you know where else can you find a, a group of strangers <laughs> who you can sit down with every week and um and they they shower that kind of love on you so um, I think that was, you know, the big thing to keep me going forward with all of this. And, um, you know, it was even, <clears throat> even this summer, um, my walk started going under attack and it was the strangest thing. Like the one day, um, I was screamed at by some random person on the street. Another time I was stung by a, a, horn, a nest of hornets as I was walking uh -huh. by it. Like just these random things that 
I was able to come to the coaching group and reach out to people and they understood when I said I'm under attack, like mm -hmm. this is moving forward and, and it's stopping. And, um, I literally made myself rewalk the same route and pray through it. And, um, but things like that, like, it's just been such a blessing to have this group of women that I can connect with and reach out to at any time, um, and support us. So it's, that's, that's been just a huge blessing. And it's, I think it's great that we've carried this much further. I mean, I, the, the, my one thing ended what at the end of the summer, I'm trying to think when we wrapped up. Yeah, they did. Um, and, but it hasn't at all. Like <laughs> it's just kept going and that's been wonderful. Yeah. The second session ended in the summer. The first one ended at the beginning of summer. Bailey, were you in the second one or just the first one? No, I ended up having to start back um, work in like, you know, re my real <laughs> like day job in June. So I was just in the first one. I didn't get to do the second one. Now, yeah. Susan, you already said that you be you came because you were already doing the Why Her with Jill <laughs> Allen, right? Yeah, I, I just felt like that for me, I, the Lord would start me on a whole different journey. I mean, that, and, and this was all part of it, the people that I met. And, you know, that was one of the things in my one thing. You remember those life maps that we did? And we had to draw mm -hmm. those we put from, like, where we started and where we're going to end up. And and then our goal was on there, our my one thing goal. And one of the resounding things from that life map that, that I felt the Lord really deal with me about is the people, when I look back, all the people that God has brought into my life. I mean, there's people that are more long-term people, you know, your family and your friends. But then there's these people that you meet. Some will maybe come for just a little while and then you'll go on for somebody else or whatever. And I think it was just, I was set up. It was set up for me to meet the people that I met because it's like Joanne, we got poured into. And I needed that to kind of get me to the next. It's just been like a road, like you're walking a road. And it's like, and I call the people that I meet landmarks. That's what I did on my life map. I call them mm -hmm. landmarks. You know, some are pointing the way for somewhere else you're to go. They get you to where you're going. And so some are, um, some may be a whole path. They, they're on a whole path with you. Some of them are just landmarks. They, they're, they're pointing you where to go. And so I just, and, and you know, for me, in the last little bit of, of my life, I've kind of, I went through a really bad, really hard season being hurt in a relationship, you know, a friendship. And so I think that I just kind of began to close off and, and I didn't realize I was closed off. And so that's one of the things that God too began to deal with me about is I'm getting ready to bring someone into your life. This, this was right before, you know, you helped me with with the blogging and all this and that, or, you know, started. But I felt like God was preparing me. There was somebody that was going to come into my life and I had to be open to let them in to be able to help me do what he wanted me to do. And so I had, because I'm one that's like, I'll do it myself. I'm independent. I'll do it myself. But I had to be open and ready to just let someone else come in and help me. And so that was preparing me for you, Melissa, to be able to let do this blog thing. And, and you know, any time, other time in my life, I would have said, I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not, this is not me, but, but the classes and the things, the coaching and everything just, it just began to just transform me. And I can do this. I, I will not quit. I can do this. I'm going to do this. And, you know, and that hard season that I was talking about that with the relationship thing, 
Mickey's book, Five Habits of One Woman That Won't Quit, was the very book that I was reading during that that helped me. So, I, I mean, I don't think she realizes just how much her teachings, her, and it's because she's so down to earth. So it's like, even when you read her books, it's like she's there with you, speaking to you one-on-one. -on -one. And that mm -hmm. that's, that's what I need. I don't need, you know, for me, I'm simple anyway. And I mean, I need to be poured into and, and small words and chat. It's like having a chat with somebody. That's what mm -hmm. I need. And that's what, and even the coaching group, you know, was like that. It was just like, she was one of us and she got right in there with us and help us do the work. And, and, you know, it, it's just, like I said, I, I think I, the Lord always had already had me on a journey of just transforming me where he was taking me anyway. And I'm so blessed to have you ladies part of my journey because you all have been part of it. Now, I got into it because I follow Nikki on Instagram and I'm like, I wonder what she's like teaching because I, I haven't been had the privilege of listening to her preach like or speak like Bailey has. Have, have either one of you guys? You have Joanna? Mm -hmm. I went and saw her. I was trying to figure out before we started tonight when it was. I want to I want to say it might have been two summers ago. Um, she came to a church near me in Pennsylvania. And I got a couple ladies from our church together and we went to hear her in person. And um, we even sat like in the second row. So I was behind her. <laughs> and it's like sitting behind a celebrity. <laughs> but um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, so, and, and that was wonderful seeing her in person. I stood in like a really long line to like get my copy signed. <laughs> I was like, oh, hi, please sign my book. Oh, my word. <laughs> so that was the only reason why I started, because I actually followed her more on Instagram than I, I mean, I read her books through Proverbs 31, because I think they had that. But like I said, I quit the book and then I started reading it again. I think us all of us have in common. We quit reading the book. And then we went back times. <laughs> but but you know what? I think it, there was a reason. God had a reason for us to stop the book. And I think it's because he wanted us all to meet together. He had it, the relationships forming for us. I mean, because a year ago, we didn't know each other. None of mm -hmm. us knew each other. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's amazing what he has done through Nikki as bringing us together. And, and the way, like Susan, the way you said she teaches, she's just like she's one of us. And she is one of us. I don't want to put her up on a pedestal because she is one of us. She's, yes, she puts yeah. on her pants just like we do. She may live on a fixer-upper farm. I don't, but, you know, <laughs> she may have all these cute little furry animals, but still, she's still one of us. And she'll admit when she's like, oh, I've had a bad day, you know, and stuff like that. But, Susan, you brought up a point about the roadmaps. How many of us are still on those roadmap where we saw each other? Did our lives change? Cause we had to do the roadmaps at the very beginning mm -hmm. of the course. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that when Susan said that I want to go pull mine out when I get home, because I bet like a person just posted on Facebook yesterday. I think it was, you know, you won $10 million. What do you do? And my immediate answer was open a rehab at the beach with a garden, <laughs> get people out of Philly. <laughs> yeah. um, and that would not have been on my list. <laughs> A year ago. And so um, it would be really fun to look at that roadmap because um, I don't even know. I'm trying to remember, but I don't even know if the ministry reappeared much at all 
in my initial one. Um, and now it really is. We actually are in the process of setting up a scholarship to a rehab uh, through our church so that um, when someone is ready to go and, and go away, um, not just get clean in Philly, but um, go start new, um, that we'll have, be able to say, okay, here, you can go. Um, so, you know, things like that, we're, we're not even on that roadmap. So that's a very good point. What mine, about you, Bailey or Susan? Um, I had mine hung up. Uh, <laughs> we, we joke, I had like a, a, in my old apartment, I had a little closet that my desk was in. <laughs> and I would sit for our blog meetings in my closet. <laughs> and I had it um, hung up in there. And we've had some pretty like significant life changes happen. Um, all really good stuff, but it's amazing to see how God just completely changed everything that we thought that the next chunk of life was going to look like. Um, he said, nope, you're going to do this. Things that we've prayed about and that we thought about when my husband and I, when we first got married, there it is still happening in that time frame that we thought, but the, the journey there has been totally different. Um, so it, it's interesting about the only thing that stayed fairly consistent for me was just the desire to start my block, to have that. Um, and, and even that has, has shifted a, a little bit. Um, originally when I wanted to start the blog, I wanted it for, um, I wanted it because I enjoyed it. I wanted to do that, but also there was a piece of having some financial freedom for my husband and I, and he's made some career changes. And so we wouldn't necessarily need that, um, as much just because there've been changes. So now I'm looking at it going, Oh, okay. So this gets to just be like a, not that burden starting out of that financial need in order to have um, the things in life that we want to accomplish to be able to do that, but that this gets to be fun for me. Um, and it's kind of changed my my perspective a little bit. Um, and just lately God has been putting on me to just dream big and to like pray big because he can, he's bigger than anything that, that we can can think of and why not have those big prayers um so yeah it, it has been it's i still keep it because it's really interesting to see how much stuff has changed susan what about you um well for me you know i think of course it was on there to to do the blog and then to do the to get better at my writing and and i know i was on there that i wanted to have a book published um, I'm not at the book yet, but I've got a devotion getting ready to be published. So that's, that's there. So I think that's great. But um, I, there's just, and, and there's things that that's happened that, you know, I wouldn't even imagined. I wouldn't have been able to put on there because I couldn't have managed. I couldn't have thought it up, you know, because, you know, who would have thought I'd been in Nikki's focus group or uh, a launch team for Tracy Miles and those kind of things. So, I mean, there's just some amazing things that I I couldn't even have thought up to put on there that's happened. So God's threw some, some surprises in there. So, um, but it, it was just, it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Um, and it's through obedience. Well, that's what it's all about, you know, and that's one of the things we did in the my one thing. A lot of us, you know, we started out 15 minutes. You remember give God 15 minutes. And so we would, 
that 15 minutes that we met in prayer in, in his word and and that's where it starts that's what transforms us is the, the getting in the word getting connected with god and then um, being obedient to it and and it, it just takes you places you can't even imagine that's true because like i said i had to listen he like as everybody was talking about they're starting their blogs it hit me that's what i was supposed to do and now i am a lady found me i wasn't even following her and she's i joke i said she slid into my dms because it's kind of a joke <laughs> but but she did she another blogger had dropped out and she was looking for someone to teach a class real quick and then now i'm like four or five months teaching in with her and i'm teaching two classes and we're hopefully up in it to three so it makes a difference when you're obedient and at the time i didn't know what was ahead all i knew was i was just pretty much taking it to fill up some time for covid and getting some interaction with people not knowing that it's coming up on the one year anniversary of chats in the blog cabin too and i started that just shortly after I, we did my one thing with Nikki. It's been almost a year now, guys. But I mean, seriously, I would have never, I would have never stayed this obedient because I can see God working in the chats that we have, like meditation and self care. And he's, I mean, I don't know how many times in the last couple of chats I've heard the word meditation, which is basically telling me to be still. And I think I, Joanna and Bailey, I think I told you both to pray for discernment for me because i feel like he's telling me something but i just don't know what he's telling me yet mm -hmm. and susan did i tell you that too i can't remember i think so yeah okay because i can't remember <laughs> i know i know bailey and joanna because they just did it this week <laughs> still in my head but i mean honestly and the bonds that we have formed out of this group with nikki has been amazing like even when we couldn't meet joanna and i were accountability partners for the second um particular um, my one thing and so when we nikki canceled a meeting because herman had to go to the doctor yeah, mercy bed. Yes. So i was like diana let's do it let's meet so we like uh -huh. i was getting my steps in because that was my mm -hmm. my thing was to walk because i i knew that i was, was sitting there. yeah and it, so joanna and i she was on facetime we were walking around the yard she's like you're the farm i'm like no i'm walking in my backyard <laughs> I remember that. And it's interesting, too, that you say the whole, you know, obedience. I was writing notes for myself today, so I'd remember what to say. But um, I wrote my biggest takeaway has been obedience. Um, he knows already knows what I'm designed for. I just have to listen, say yes, and have faith. And um, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the new book. And <laughs> Yeah. I had a little obedience thing come out over that. Um, so <clears throat> I was uh, in church, oh, I don't know, maybe two, three months ago, and um, reading before our worship team met and was reading through Genesis and was reading about Noah. And it really stuck with me, this idea that, the, that even after the rain stopped, it was almost a year before the water receded. And I just kept hearing God talk to me about patience and patience. And that day, our pastor prayed for us at the end of worship. And um, she looked at me and she said, I see you in water. I see you in waves. And she said, God just wants you to keep going. And another gentleman that was there from our worship team prayed said, I just keep hearing the word patience. And I just cracked up because it's just, I find it very, I don't know, humorous, funny. 
when God is just so obvious and like <laughs> hitting you over the head with a hammer, like here's their patience hammer. And um, so then when Nikki announced that she was looking for people to be on the launch team, I was like, yay. And this is perfect because all this water theme and here comes this book about Noah. And I very clearly heard God say no. And I was like, no, <laughs> but yes, because people are praying about me and it's about water. And here's a book about no one. He said, no. So I didn't reach out. I didn't put my name in. I didn't show any interest. And sure enough, that book released, I think, or came in my mailbox two days before my husband and I took a two day break from the world and went away. And what God has done through Nikki's words and the message that he gave her to send um, and the first half of the book because I'm not done has been tremendous to me and would not have worked if I hadn't been able to sit by myself for two days and pray by the ocean mind you <laughs> and hear everything that needed to be said and uh, Susan I think about what you said about um about it's not like the way Nikki delivers a message is like you're sitting there together. Um, and it's, mm -hmm. it's firm, it's loving. Um, and it's very direct. Um, and I needed that so badly that weekend and already my book, it's actually holding up my phone, but, um, <laughs> it's right here is dog-eared and has been in the bathtub with me and like everywhere it's a mess already and I have notes written all over it and um but it was again that obedience like I could have easily put my name in and tried to be on that launch team and missed that whole chance um to <laughs> sorry it's how my friend Karen just comment her book is on the way um <laughs> but um but I've told everybody about the book, <laughs> but, um, but I could have missed that chance to be, you know, quietly hearing the message that needed to be heard that weekend, if it not, if not for obedience and, and this whole, my one thing process has taught that to me to, um, to stop and listen, um, and then have faith that what he says is going to be next. He can give me the strength to do, because if you had told me a year ago that I'd be running ministry every Sunday. <laughs> they would be like, no, Sunday, Sunday after church, I'm done. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, and, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's like a strength, not my own thing. And, you know, and our community is the one that provides all the food. We just take it there and, um, our church does it and supports us. And, um, but you know, it's those kinds of things. Like you just have to trust if he says you're going every week, that he'll provide for you to go every week, that it's not, you know, it's not about my strength and what I can do. It's about what he's willing to do with my yes. Joanna, that really put into perspective when you're talking about putting in for the launch team, I put in and didn't get accepted and I was feeling very rejected. But then what you just said about there was a certain time, cause I haven't even opened the book yet. So I yeah. feel like, you know, God, now it's putting it all into perspective for me before. Mm -hmm. No, it was that always that I'm not good enough. You know, we all have that voice in our head that mm -hmm. says we're not. Good enough, and that's what mm -hmm. I've been struggling with lately. And so to hear you put that in perspective gives me a whole new perspective on it. And I think that's what makes us made the my one thing work with Nikki. Yeah. It's Just wait to see what he does with that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to find out. That's awesome. So, Joanna, you've been mentioning your ministry. So tell us a little bit about the ministry, because I know you've been on before talking about your ministry, but just give us a brief little blurb about what you what you do for those that don't know. So um, each Sunday, right now it's just my husband and I with an occasional helper. Um, I expect that will start to change again now that um, a lot of our church is getting vaccinated and other people, um, Luke and Allison Billman, who run the ministry, um, will be able to join us again. Um, but we go every Sunday at one o'clock, but, um, before we leave, we, um, we load up the truck at the church. I have a, a sign up genius that I post on, um, I live in the town of Abington. I posted on the Abington helping Abington Facebook page and they help. Um, so members from our church and then people from the community donate sandwiches, uh, beverages, fruit, um, snacks, that kind of stuff. And we take it um, to Hope Park in, uh, in Philadelphia, which is in Kensington. Um, it is, the park is closed. So we just set up on the street corner right there. Um, and it has, um, oh gosh, I don't even know how to put it into words, Melissa, because what even happened since the last time you and I met is just blows me away. Um, there's a group of men who are either homeless or, um, or addicted and just spend their days in the park and go home at night, um, who meet us there. They clean up the needles. They clean up the street. They have started to serve um, alongside of us. Um, we have really been let into their home and their community. And um, there are times when I have to stop and pray and reset myself because um, the drug dealers have actually closed in and hang out with us now too on either side of our table. Um, and I just have to remind myself, like that's where Jesus put himself and that's where we belong. Um, and um, unfortunately there are, um, there are some groups that go into the city and will, you know, you can eat, but you have to listen to the sermon or you can have the sandwich, but you have to accept Jesus or, uh, and um, that's not what we do. We just love you. It doesn't matter who you are or why you are there. Um, and uh, one of the big things that I push for is good food. Um, I believe that God's people deserve the firsts, every one of us. And, um, so we take them tuna salad, chicken salad. Um, there's one lady ma- makes turkey sandwiches with arugula and mustard. Um, we take them the good things. They always say to me, you bring us the good oranges, but you know, no, I don't, we're not taking anybody, anybody's leftovers. So, um, so we feed them, uh, we talk to them, we get to know them, um, pray with them. And, uh, you know, I just got a text from one of the, one of the girls the other day and she said, thank you so much for showing up. And thank you for not seeing us as different. And that's really what it's all about is, um, is teaching them who Jesus is by showing them love. Um, and I, I love it. It's really the best part of my week. Um, my husband jokingly says to me every time we pull out, thanks for, thanks for coming with me. And, um, I always say thanks for bringing me, but it's, it is the best thing that, um, that I've ever done. And, uh, and it truly is all um, 
God inspired when we first started. It was just, you know, we were making the first time I just made sandwiches and went. And then our church started and then I put out the sign up genius. And it's so many people, even this um, Easter Sunday, uh, we were taking, we made it last year, um, waffle sandwiches with um, turkey sausage and egg wrapped up in a sandwich. And ever since then, they keep saying, when are you bringing those waffle sandwiches back? <laughs> so we're going to have Easter brunch with them on Sunday. And, uh, and But the community came out full force. They're bringing candy and muffins and juice and, um, and everything. So it's been great. We've seen people who have gotten clean and never seen them again. And that's what this is. <laughs> that's, that's the good thing. Um, and then we have people who say, I'm ready to get clean. And we give them the number and they come back and we love them that day too, because it's a hard journey. And, um, and addiction is, um, is a, is a, a really evil thing. Um, and so hard to fight. So, um, you know, we tell them all the time, we hope we won't see you next week, but if we do, it's okay. Like <laughs> we're still here. Um, so that's what we do. Um, it's through Shores of Grace, Shores Philly, if you want to follow on Facebook. I usually try to post on Sundays after we've been there and let people know how things went. And, um, and uh, Shores of Grace also runs a ministry in Brazil, but we are the, we are the, Philly, the Philly portion of that. Now, ladies, if you were to describe my one thing to somebody who's wanting to take the course, how would you describe it? That's a hard thing because it's so big. <laughs> um, I think I would describe it as an opportunity to narrow down um, the place that God is really calling you to, um, uh, the place where the place where you will, oh, how do I even word this? The way that you will present him to the world. Um, and for all of us, that's different. You know, we all have different gifts. We all have different things that, um, that are going to be our way to show people who Jesus is. Um, and so it was a great way for me to figure out what my one thing is, which I'm, I'm not even sure still what it is, except that it it is to be obedient and listen and have faith that what he's asking me to do, um, I can do with him. Um, but um, but it's really a great way to kind of narrow that down and figure out where do you where do you see yourself going? Where you know how do you take that that thing he has placed in you and play it out. I know you guys might have a better definition. <laughs> Bailey or Susan? Well, for me, it was just, I think I would tell people it's its just, I don't know. I, I think it's just be willing to go on a journey with God. I mean, it's, it's just a place to kind of just pull up with, pull up beside of him and just kind of push everything else away. Learn to listen to what he's saying to you, where he wants to take you. And sometimes I, I know when I did the second my one thing, and um, it was more about that prayer walk in the park. And I needed some time, you know, where I'm a caregiver and I needed time away and I needed that time. But I felt like I just needed a place to pray. My life had got so busy. I, I just felt like I needed a place 
to just talk to the Lord. And so I took those like 30 minutes a day and I went and for the, what was it? Five, six weeks. I didn't miss a day. If I couldn't get to the park, I walked on my treadmill. And, um, so it was just a way that I could just, I wanted to listen. I talked to the Lord. I, I listened. And you know, when we pray, it's not always about for me, and this is something I've learned. It's not always about, and I wish I could tell you that every time I pray, I pray some big, wonderful words and um, Bible verses and just wrapped up in a bow. And I don't do that. And, I, and it's okay not to do that. Some days I just went and walked and cried and said, Lord, I don't understand. And I, I need you to help me. I need you to strengthen me. And I'm going through some hard things. And a lot of times I just walked my laps and Lord, I don't understand, you know. And um, then the next then the next day it was like, you know, sometimes I'd have my worship music and I just listened to worship music. And that was my one thing that whole time was just connecting to the Lord. And you just don't know what he's going to do in your life until you take the time to sit down at his feet and listen. And it was just a wonderful opportunity to listen, surrounded by some wonderful, other wonderful daughters of God that we can just share that together. And um, and th that's what it was for me. I mean, it was just a place to connect and, and all the other things that he did just blow me away and amaze me. But that was the main thing is just getting into his word, meeting with him, following him where he leads us. And you just be amazed where he takes you. And, and, you know, even if you just spend time with him and meet with him, it's going to change you somehow. You're going to be changed if you just do it. Some way or another, you're going to be changed. Bailey? Sorry. <laughs> um, so interesting thing that I never like connected with you guys in, in the walking. Um, I mean, Susan, yours was in the second one, but Joanna with yours. Um, I went in with this verse that God had just like downloaded into me. It was one of the verses, you know, in the course that that uh, was my you know memory verse. Um, and I've literally been studying, um, so it was, it's in Joshua. I've been studying Joshua like for almost a year now, been trying to, to, to read it because it was just so impactful for me. Last year, 2020 was my word for the year was supposed to be victory, to live into the victory that God had already given me um, over whatever was going on. Um, and Joshua 1.3 says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you just as I promised to Moses. Um, and in my Bible, it had a footnote and it said that God had already given victory to the Israelites, but they had to step out in faith and actually act that out, actually claim that land and claim that victory over it in order for it to be theirs. They couldn't just stay where they're at and expect that God's just going to like, Oop, there you go. <laughs> There's a whole country for you. <laughs> um, and that just was like such a huge thing for me with, with the focus of my one thing, that obedience is going to give you that victory over whatever it is. And that's really what it is. That's really what the my one thing and 
like five habits of a woman who doesn't quit is obedience, obeying whatever God has told you to do, no matter what that is, no matter if it's walking, if it's starting a blog, if it's mentoring people, whatever that one thing is, it's obedience to him and to whatever way he's going to call you. Um, That's really what it was about. It was about, okay, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm just going to do what you're telling me to do. I don't understand it. I don't know why I'm, you know, doing these things always. Um, but that it was a very clear um, depiction of, I even got different, um, sometimes I will um, sketch out prayers. And one time it was just this brick road. And it was literally like I had to like build a brick and then build the next brick and then build a brick. And I'm like, okay, what, is, what does this mean? He's like, you're taking one step and then the next. And you may not see what the next brick is or where you're going, but that's okay. I, every, every place that your foot is going to go, I'm going to give you victory because I've already won it for you. So, yeah. Yeah. Mine, I keep coming back to this verse. And when I did, uh, actually restored for moms is a Christian community I belong to. And then we have online Bible study, but one of the girls in the study said this, but I think it's, this is actually perfect for the, my one thing it's, Proverbs 27, 17, I had to look it up because I didn't remember which one it was. And it says, says, iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I think God put Nikki in that spot to have all of us come together. And that Nikki was sort of kind of like Moses, whereas Nikki was feeding into our souls, like Moses was feeding into the, I'm, I'm reading in Deuteronomy and Numbers right now, so can you tell where I'm at? Where he's, <laughs> he's feeding into, you know, the Israelites and feeding into their souls and, and gently guiding them along. And I think all of us needed Nikki's guidance to turn us toward where God wanted us to go. So God used Nikki as a conduit for us, all of us to meet. And for all of us, for our one thing, even though it may be a little bit different than what we thought it would be, but it turned out to be amazing because we stopped and listened and didn't question. Yeah, I think too, I think that whole obedience theme is going to carry next in, <laughs> into the flooded book too, because um, you know it's the same. It's that same idea of. Um, you know, us being able to do so much with him. And Susan, I laughed when you said sit at his feet and listen, because our pastor, that was one of the first things. I just started going to the church that I go to now, four years ago. That was one of the first things she said that stuck with me. And I tell myself that all the time, whenever I'm having a hard time, I don't know what to do. I think I could just sit at his feet and watch what he's doing and join him. That's all I need to do. Sit down look at him, figure out what he's doing and do it with him. And you can't go wrong. And that's just another step in that whole obedience process. And, you know, it, I think, um, you know, again, Susan, you were saying, you know, what he does with what you give him, you know, you give him this time to take a walk or the time to sit and pray or, um, to me, that is so incredibly humbling that there's somebody that loves me so much that all I have to do is give 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> and look what he does with that. So why don't I just give him my day? You know, <laughs> if he's going to turn, if he's going to turn that 15 minutes into something amazing, if I give him more, <laughs> just imagine where we can go. So 
And to me, it's just humbling that um, with all he's got going on, <laughs> that he'll, you know, feed into that 15 minutes or that 20 minutes or that walk or that prayer time or whatever it is you choose to, to set aside. Oh. Blows me away. It does. I mean, because honestly, I think at the very beginning when we when we were we had to introduce ourselves. I don't know about you guys, but I was totally scared to introduce ourselves in front of a whole bunch of people that nobody knew. Well, Nikki knew a few people on the group. Yeah. But I mean, we didn't know each other and had to introduce ourselves into a bunch of strangers. And we're like, what are we going to say? Yeah. I, think I ended up sharing some of my deepest, darkest you know, shirts out there, and I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> like, where did she come from? But it made you so approachable from the very beginning, too. Mm -hmm. Like, had you not done that, I don't think you know any of us would have felt comfortable in this setting now. You know, mm -mm. it really like opened up the whole group. Just, I mean, mm -hmm. everybody was like, oh. <laughs> okay, we're gonna be real. <laughs> like, we're not gonna like surface Christian talk it. We're like, oh, okay. And even in my head, I was like, wow, that was really brave of her to, to yeah. like open up that deep. And I'm like, okay, so we gotta like do this for for real here. Yeah. And it's something because see, when going back to what Joanna said about the launch group and everything, that little voice. That little girl kept hearing, mm -hmm. you're not pretty enough. You're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. That little girl came back. Yeah. And so it's hard. It's very, very hard when you're dealing with that. When, yeah. you're, when you don't have it. And you look at me and you think, oh, she's got it all together. She's got her own show. You don't know how hard I work to get to do this. I mean, there's yeah. some days where I'm like, no, I, I just can't. But I got on. I had put my lipstick on before we came on. Bailey and I were talking about <laughs> lipstick, getting put lipstick on today. But you know, I get on here because I'm thinking. I pray right before I get on. Okay, God, show me. And I don't send out questions. Yeah. I don't send out. I just do talking points and then let Him guide the, the direction. And I think the biggest thing is when I go ask these people that are like on like the celebrities. I mean, I just had Rebecca King Cruz on Terry Cruz's wife was on and you know what she talked about faith about mm -hmm. following in their faith. And she talked about that. Mm -hmm. And I did not know at the time we were going to be talking about music industry. And she talked about how she followed her faith and that they made sure that their children didn't get caught in all the entrapments of Hollywood and they moved outside. Now you would have never thought about that. When Nikki was on, I was my big coup. That was my dream guest was Nikki. And I was like, <laughs> if I can get Nikki on, who else can I get on? And it allowed me to, it opened me up mm -hmm. and allowed me to dream big. And I will say right now, Nikki does not know that we're doing this at all. She's going to know <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> so surprise, Nikki. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> But I came up with this idea because I wanted, because of it's women empowerment and she's done so much to empower so many women just by being real and authentic and sharing her stories and her writing and her, even on the fixer up a farm and things like that, that I wanted to do something to honor her, to give back to her, 
to show her that her work has worth and meaning to more people than she knows. You yeah, guys agree? Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. I even, you know, there's other women from our group that I'm, I'm connected with too, who, you know, are, are going out and doing amazing things. And it's, um, it's just, it's incredible to me. And, and just think like, those are only the people that participated in our group. What about the people that just read the book and, and didn't quit and, and kept reading and finished it and, you know, did use it to apply to something else without the group, you know, that's such a far reaching ripple effect of, you know, all the people it will impact. It's incredible. I mean, cause honestly, I don't, it had to be God because i never would have shared what I shared if it wasn't for God. Yeah. I felt safe. And I think that's the one thing that with my one thing, you felt safe to share your defeats mm -hmm. because she never, it was never judgment on anybody's part. Oh, you didn't complete your one thing. Wow. You're a loser. You're a failure. It was never that. It was like, okay, next week, let's get back. And it was always that gentle push and nudge from Nikki, the encouragement that she gave us that said, okay, you know what? This week may not have been your week, but you're going to kill it next week. And if next week come around, she's like, well, let's look at stretch you a little bit further and let's look at what you could do to accomplish it. You know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, but it was never, no, you're a loser. You're out of the group or you're, you're a failure, <laughs> you know, get it. And for me, that meant more than anything. Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna have to plan a reunion, like a real in-person one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll meet somewhere in the middle, Bailey. Oh, sweet. <laughs> No, we already said we're going to the Fixer Upper Farm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now that would be fun. But I know, I know one of the other things that I took out of that too is do the we're doing the hard in the midst of the hard. Do you remember that? That she said mm -hmm. that. But you know, we did that that thing where we had um, it's called emotional generosity. Generosity. I don't know if you remember that. But mm -hmm. the thing of it was that 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 has so impressed me. And I think that's what I ended up that fed into my blog and what I'm doing as far as Ruth 216 girl and everything. But it's that whenever you're going through something hard, if you can just encourage someone else, if you keep pouring into somebody else, then God will strengthen you. And that so impressed me. And that's what I'm trying so hard to just keep doing. Even on my hard days, if I can just encourage somebody else, if I can write that post to encourage somebody else, that just keeps me going. And, you know, when you look back and if you read Flooded of all the things that she has went through over the last couple of years, she was going through some of that when she was pouring into us mm -hmm. and that she was doing that with us. And look what all it accomplished for us and for mm -hmm. her. And so that just, that really impressed me. And that's something I, I really try to do now is just on a hard day, just pray somebody else, get out there yeah. and do something for somebody else. Yeah. I remember her. I remember when like she took that time to go, go away so that she could actually write and just her being mm -hmm. like, guys, I'm going to be real. It's hard right now. Like yeah. this is hard. I am going through hard stuff. And she's just always so real and so personal and like willing to say, yeah, I'm struggling too. This is difficult, but we're going to keep going. We're going to keep persevering through that because I know that God is good. And I know that whatever he has on the other side of this is going to be good. I think she even did the group from the place that she went to get away from everything. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like twice even. Yeah. 
Yeah. Here's yeah. the book. I just slid it out from under my see, it's all already overloaded. Oh <laughs> yeah. Now Joanna, you have something else too. You're going to be leading a study with the book, right? You it got put um, on your heart. Not so not totally leading a study. So um no, I just thought um because this has done so much for me and I'm only I think I'm like yeah. Um Oh, look at that. Look what page I just opened to Susan. It says God has a habit of doing holy things in the midst of hard things. Anyway, <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, I'm about halfway through. And just because of what it has done for me so far, um, I wanted to give a place for um, some of the women I know to kind of work through it together. So um, I, I'm going to do a little Facebook group with any of you girls, if you want to join and, um, and, um, the other Melissa from our group, I think is going to join me. Um, and a couple of my friends, um, locally and a friend from Texas, a couple different people, um, just to give us a place to kind of work through some of the stuff together. Um, so that's my plan. Cause we're going to do Proverbs 31 is doing the Bible study. So we're going to do that together and then have our own little spot to chat. So, yeah, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm excited to finish the book and I'm excited to go through it again as part of the Bible study too. So. I think that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting for the Bible study to start because that way it takes me down little chapters, little chapters, because I, you know, I was on the, I was with Susan on the focus group, Joanna and Bailey, were you on the focus group with Nikki? Okay. So I've already read like, all but the last couple of chapters of the book. So I, I'm like, no, I just want to le do it bit by bit because I feel yeah. like God, like you said, God has a message for us in this. And yeah. when you're on the focus group, you had to read it through pretty quickly. Cause I think you had like a week, a week and a half to read the couple of chapters that she has written at the time. And you had to go through it that way. So bit by bit by bit. Yeah. Susan, it, you're doing it, the same thing. Yeah. It's been such, such a good, good book. And um, now it's really funny. I was sitting on the, on the beach with my husband. I said, I feel like I'm supposed to be floating. You know, like when you're a little kid and you're trying to learn how to float and you can't stop like reaching for the thing that's going to keep you <laughs> afloat instead of just relaxing and staying on top of the water. I said, I wish I could just do it. I wish I could just float. And I went back and opened the book and burst into tears. My husband said, what? And I said, look at this. It's like, then it was a, um, a chapter, a paragraph where Nikki was talking about uh, resting on the water and rising above. <laughs> I was like, see, that's <laughs> I'm supposed to read the book. It's going to teach me how to float. So, so if there's really if there's one thing that you could say to Nikki right now, what would it be? Probably that she feeds into way more people, and in a much. Uh, Actually, as I'm starting to say it, like, I feel God saying instead, like, that, sorry, my battery's running low, that, um, that it's almost as if he's channeling through her what people need to hear. Um, and that I, I hope she realizes the impact that it has on people and that it's not just a book with interesting stories about the farm 
and a Bible study. It is so much more um, all of the books and that they really do tap into what God needs someone to hear. And I'm sure for each of that, us, that's a different message. Um, but I hope she realizes how many people and at what depth she's reaching people. And I remember there was something that she wrote. I don't remember if it was in the um, Five Habits of a Wouldn't Quit, but when she first started, you know, she wanted to go to speak. She speaks. And there was some people that just did not encourage her at all to do that. And yet she went and look where, how, where all she has went and done. And so, you know, that's one of the things I, I, th I think about because if anything else, you know, I would have to say thank you for being obedient and being, you know, following what God had told you to do because you have reached so many people. And um, I mean, I just wanted to know, I'm so glad she went to She Speaks and she did what she did and she went on and even um, through doing the hard in the midst of the hard because it's just changed my, the things that I've learned from her has changed my life. And, you know, we all need to be, we all, there's people we all reach. There's people we all teach. We're all teachers in some extent, um, but we need to be taught. And I thank God for the teachers that he's put in my life. And she is one of them, you know, mm -hmm. and we all need to be taught. And so I, I thank, I appreciate her and I thank God for using her to help me and just, you know, pull me out of so much in my life. So I've had so much growth by sitting under her and, I feel like I've graduated to some point from one grade to the next or something because of her. You know? <laughs> I've did some graduating. So um, I think I've went through the same year a couple of times, the same grades, you know, like in school. <laughs> a couple of years. And so I finally got past about to graduate. She gave me that push, you know, because <laughs> comparison thing and just quitting, just wanting to quit everything or I'm not good enough or I can't. You know, I've let that be an anthem in my life way too long. And so from her, I think I got the push I needed to just go on, you know, need a little push. Yeah, yeah. Mine would, oh, I was just going to say mine would just kind of echo yours, Susan, is just uh, thank you for the obedience that, you know, that, that she did. I, I think if I remember correctly, in one of the books, um, can't remember which one it was, but she talked about, you know, teaching a Bible study um, fairly early on and, and even writing Bible studies fairly early on. And just that that was such a struggle and such a battle for her to even to accomplish that, but that she just continued to obey what God was putting in front of her little bit by little bit. And that he multiplied that faithfulness, that he multiplied that obedience to be able to reach, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of, of women and that it just so greatly impacts, um, I mean, all of our lives here and, you know, and even more. Um, and it has, I mean, it has definitely changed my mindset. Um, and I know, you know, your guys's <laughs> um, and that there's just so many people that she's impacted and just that 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 faithful obedience is just it's amazing yeah I think I have to echo all of you guys thank you for being so real 
for being so authentic and being true to who you are instead of up there and saying, Oh, well, you know, cause you got, you got some people that get up there and they, they preach and they preach at you, mm-hmm. not with you. And I think like Susan said, it's like she's sitting down next to us having a, co- mm-hmm. a cup of coffee when you're reading her books, even when you're online on the zoom call with the, my one thing, she was, just as real as I, I bet if we saw her in the grocery store, of course, we probably wouldn't go up to her in the grocery store because we're going, oh, fangirling. But, but still, I have a feeling that she would just be just the same way as she is online as she would if you yeah. go up to the grocery store and, and have a chat with her. And just yeah. she's touched so many lives. And I know she's touched mine. And I really, really wanted to just do this moment to kind of thank her for getting not only for the my one thing book for her writing skills, but for getting us together and for helping us grow our bonds. Because I think if she wasn't there, I've been in other groups where the bonds just didn't gel. And I think she was kind of like the glue that kind of held us all together Yeah, yeah. because she was being like, Joanna says obedient. She was being obedient and listening to what God was telling her to do because Honestly, this was the first time she'd ever coached anything. Do you remember her saying that? She's like, I just threw it out there. I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know how many people were going to sign up, but I signed it. People signed up. So honestly, you know, I want to thank, thank, thank you. Yes. Guys, I really want to tell each and every one of you, you guys have my heart. I mean, you guys allowed me to do something that I couldn't have done without you guys believing in me as well. I mean, yeah, I can teach you, but for someone to actually listen, like Bailey, like you said, I'm her, I'm your fairy blog mother. And that just means so much to me. <laughs> and seeing the growth that Susan has had, whoo, this was a girl that I'm gonna tell you in the beginning, I don't know nothing about technology. I don't know how to do this. I can't do that. I can't, I can't. <laughs> You're, that whole thing and seeing where you come, and your writing is so amazing. And that first book of devotionals, I cannot wait. And Joanna and the ministry, I mean, wow. You guys have my heart. And I appreciate and well, love you guys so much. Thank you for putting this together. Because it was, and when you floated it out there, like, would you guys want to do it? I was like, of course we would. <laughs> Everybody's going to say yes. And so you know, I don't um, so thanks, for, thanks for putting this together. And I don't want to Susan, what? I don't want to give anything in her book away, but in Flooded, there is a chapter that says there's more where that came from. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's <laughs> the thing is there's more. There's more. There's more than just this for us. There's more for others. There's more. And he doesn't run out. He doesn't come up short. And what he has taken us through and done for us, you know, if there's people out there thinking, wow, you know, God can do that for you. Um even mm-hmm. if there's not a Zoom class, he can put you who you need to be with. But just that 15 minutes that we talked about that you spend with God, you know, it, he, it's amazing what he can do in your life because there's more. There's more. Yeah. And so he doesn't run out. So. Thanks for that, Susan. Thank you. Because I think we all need to remind her that the times that we're living in, even if it's a hard time, that, that there will be something at the end. Because honestly, I don't know what I'd do without you ladies right now. And I know it's been crazy and I've not been able to do the vlogging classes like I want to. But I was like, I, I, something had to go for a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And you guys are so understanding and you, but I'm coming back in April. (laughs) (laughs) That's just it. I think it's more than just the blogging thing. We love it and we're learning, but I feel like you're my friend. I I feel Mm -hmm. like I've gained friends. And so it's more than that. It's just a deeper connection than that. It was just, it's not superficial. It's, um, it's deep inside and it's like a connection and it's, you know, we're, we're sisters in Christ. And that means a lot, you know, I think we forget sometimes just what that means, that we yeah. real true sisters in Christ, it's like Joanna was talking about, we really get down with you. We, we're supposed to walk in the same field together, you know, and we're, we're, we walk together, we're there for each other, we pray for each other, you know, mm-hmm. that's it, that's what it's about. And um, yep. I, think, I think I've learned more this last year exactly what that means. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was excited to like, oh, yay, I get to talk to them. I haven't got to talk to them in, in, in a while. And it's just like, it is nice to have that that community of people, especially in, in a year where community was so difficult and so hard to work through. And it was, this past year, it was always something that was like, oh, yay, I have blogging group and I get to like, <laughs> go talk to go talk to Melissa and talk to Susan and, and just to be able to like have that community. And I was thinking about it today. I was like, I wonder when we like get to meet in real life. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be soon. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I feel like it is then, too. I, then you can actually eat the food that I make. Yeah. <laughs> Not just food. I'm already on that salsa. I eat that salsa you make. I'll, that, that recipe <laughs> <for> salsa. <laughs> so, ladies, I want to thank you again for being on. And I know once we wrap up, I hope you stick around for just a few minutes once we wrap up, wrap up so we can chat a little bit more and catch up. But, guys, I really appreciate um, everybody watching and Nikki, we love you and thank you so much for bringing us together. And guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. <laughs> Y'all, this episode went so much better than what I could even imagine it had gone. Um, I really want to thank Joanna, Susan, and Bailey for coming on. When I first approached them about this, I wasn't really sure how what, what I wanted to do or how I wanted to do it. But then as the time went on and as we talked, I was like, wow, this is bigger than what I even thought. And honestly, I have to say it's all God. It was all in God's hand. Things that were revealed during this episode, I think you'll get up to know me a little bit better and get to know some of the things that I dealt with when I was younger. But always pour into each other. And I'm a big, I'm an Enneagram too, so I'm a big per, big believer of pouring in and, and paying attention and listening. But sometimes the Enneagrams too don't give back what they give. And it's straining sometimes, so I have to learn boundaries. But with Nikki, it was like she poured into us as she was going through a hard time. She was actually writing the book Flooded as we were going through the, um, the My One Thing course. Her course is still available, but unfortunately, it's not the coaching part of the course. It's just going through it by yourself. So I really 
Hope you enjoyed this episode with Nikki. Um, the episode that she was on by herself was episode 44. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode and and learn more about how Nikki and I got together and learn more about Nikki's life, then please go back and listen to that. Joanna actually has been on the show before. She was on episode 41 and she was talking about her ministry then. So if you want to know more about the ministry that Joanna was talking about in Philadelphia, then you can go back and listen to episode 41. But I really hope that you, what you take out of this episode is pour into each other, listen to each other, be, be the person that people can look at and say, wow, she really has it all together. When in fact, you're really crumbling inside and just recognize that everything's not what they seem. That maybe somebody may look like they have it all together, but it's okay to ask them, "Are do you need anything? Are you all right? Because honestly, folks, we all need something. We all need a helping hand every once in a while. We all need someone to listen to us. We all need someone to just vent our frustrations out, to just listen and then say, okay, I'm done. Let's go on. But thank you so much again for being part of the podcast family. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It fed into my soul more than I thought it would be. Um, I really would love if you'd leave a review or a rating or subscribe to this, especially subscribe to the podcast, but also, um, if you're on YouTube, go over and subscribe on YouTube because you can see the people behind the voices on YouTube. So I want to thank you again for being part of the podcast family, for listening every week. We're almost through with, um, women's women empowerment i have two more episodes left for that and then we're going to go right into education there may be a week where i have a whole week of episodes on education as well because there's some amazing interviews that are coming down the line that i cannot wait to share with you guys but yeah so as always be blessed and remember keep chatting